Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people, welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is September 12th, 2022. How was your Labor Day last week, everyone? Did you enjoy it? Did you have some fun? And did you enjoy the interview that we put out with Cheetah Wholesale? I hope you did, everyone, because we are having a blast producing this dynamite content for the dynamite produce industry that we know and love. Now today, our guest is John Papp, a manager at Jack Vandenberg, Inc. That's right, the new choice sponsor to the Produce Industry Podcast. We're going to be talking imports. We're going to be talking fruits that we haven't talked about on the podcast. And heck, I'm going to get John to try fresh squeezed pomegranate juice. So come join us today, learn from our new sponsor and how they are impacting the produce and supply chain industry couple announcements before we get started. We're getting closer and closer. SEPC is right around the corner, everyone, just about a week away. And then into October for the IFPA Global Summit. And then November for the Pico Duarte Trek with Blue Missions. Please, everyone, let's get fourth quarter going and having some fun. And don't forget, each week, the Produce Industry Show puts out a new video, whether we're shopping, whether we're trying new products, or just having all-around fun. Check out, subscribe to the Produce Industry Show today, and bring a little bit more joy to your day-to-day work activities. Now it's time to get this interview started. Hey, John, welcome to the show today. Hey, Patrick, good to see you. Hey, man, listen, I have been excited for this. We have been talking for, I would say, what, uh, just over six, seven months now. Uh, I love how transparent and direct you are when responding on social media and calling out facts. And, you know, man, that's, I think, how we started to connect. And then we're like, hey, maybe we should talk about, you know, a potential sponsorship. And we're like, "Ah, man, not right now, maybe later in the year. And then, boom, all of a sudden we're back. It's September. and you guys are a choice sponsor. I mean, Jack Vandenberg, everyone, you got to give it up to John. So I'm, I'm excited, man. No, likewise. Look, I mean, it's something new for us as a company. You know, we're, we've been around for four generations now, and we're switching things up a little bit, getting a little more technological and savvy. And we, uh, I personally enjoyed a lot of what I was hearing coming from your podcast. And uh, I thought it would be a great platform for us to share our story, get involved in the produce community and continue to uh, move the industry forward. Yeah. Build the industry together. I know that's uh, one thing that you and I share a passion on. It's not just about, I mean, the dollars. I mean, obviously we're all in business. We got to be there. Right. But again, all aspects of it, sustainability, uh, the generations, heck, I mean, we've had multiple conversations uh, on the phone and just on social media you know, responding to people's conversations, you know, how uh, the different generations need to be involved all the way down to sustainability and packaging. So I think that right there just sets it off to a good relationship, right? Right off the bat, because there's commonalities and there's things that we're thinking about, right? I, I remember my twenties, man, if someone was like, Hey, you want to go to that sustainability conference? What did we all say? We were all like, Hmm, 
I mean, we want to, but no, no, right? We're still going to the other events now when we see certain things that pop up in the education, right? Where are we? We're, we're first and second row, John, right? Because we're like, let's see where this is going. How is this really going to impact us? So again, that's what I liked about you right off the bat is just the upfrontness, transparency, and the willingness to move forward, man. No, absolutely. I appreciate that. And look, it's a, it's an exciting time for the industry, I think. You know, this industry is always moving fast in ways. And I think we're at a crossroads now with one generation kind of leaving the scene and the other coming on on scene. And we have a lot of things to tackle in this industry, uh, whether it be uh, where uh, the consumer is headed, where our climate and environment is headed and everything in between. So it's uh, a lot of things to think about and work towards. Well, let's talk about it then. Jack Vandenberg, everybody, new choice sponsor to the Produce Industry Podcast. For all of our listeners out there, um, John, they might not know who you are because it took me some more time to get to understand you, who you are, what you do. So let's give our listeners a 30,000 foot overview and uh, keep this going. Sure, sure. No, I mean, uh, look, our company is kind of not going to be someone that uh, you necessarily know and recognize. Uh, straight away because we're kind of in the background, I like to say, but we are playing an important role in the whole uh, supply chain. So our company is an fresh produce importer and distributor uh, in the United States. And we also distribute in Canada, although we do not have an office there. To give uh, the full background here in as short a time as possible. So Jack Vandenberg is named after Jacob Vandenberg, who was the founder of the company. And he uh, was actually raised in the town of Groningen, the Netherlands. And um, he actually started a wholesale fruit business uh, in his hometown back in 1905. And basically it was pretty simple. He bought and sold mainly local Dutch fruits, such as apples and pears, and basically would gather all his customers uh, in the street outside his business, which was... Uh, where he lived upstairs, and he would auction off his uh, fruit to the highest bidder. And then in about early 1930s, he moved his family to Rotterdam, which was becoming the, the rising fruit and commercial center of Holland and eventually Europe. And um, then as World War II kind of broke in, the family fled the Netherlands and uh, moved over to the U.S., and opened an office in New York and basically um, started becoming involved in the purchases and sales of products uh, in the fruit auction down in Franklin Street in downtown New York. And then eventually in the 1950s and 60s, uh, the company started doing business by supplying U.S. fruits and vegetables to the wholesale and retail customers, actually also the U.S. military, funny enough. And uh, did a lot of large-scale exports uh, of apple, citrus, and other products to Europe. So the company was actually doing a lot of exports of U.S. product back to Europe. But it was around 1958 that Hyman Vandenberg, who was the son of Jacob Vandenberg, uh, met David Del Curto, who was a Chilean exporter of fresh fruit. Um, and they were both sort of pioneering guys of the time. And they started talking and said, hey, let's, let's do some business together. So David Del Curto 
uh, ended up shipping stone fruit, you know, plums, nectarines, peaches uh, over to Vandenberg in the States. And that started one of the actually longest relationships in the fresh fruit industry today. It's going on still today, 64 years later. So I think it shows you again, the importance of relationships um, within this industry. You know, that was all relationship based and built and it really stood the test of time into today. Um, and really from that point on, you know, we became more and more uh, focused on imports as a company uh, to the point where exports kind of just disappeared altogether. Um, and today we are uh, a full line importer of fresh produce from really every continent around the world, around the world, primarily the Southern hemisphere, but also the Northern hemisphere. And we sell to all your major retailers and wholesalers across the country. Uh, so it's, it's a long history. I don't think I need to get into too many other crazy stories, but that gives you a little bit of a brief uh, over 100 year history of the company. I mean, that's what I was going to say. I mean, 100 plus years here. I mean, there's only a few companies that you you meet today that are over 100 years old. And it's amazing. I mean, to, to me, when you go for from a point to auctioning off your fruit to the highest bidder, like, God, wouldn't that be great, John, if we could do that today? If we could, if we could just have everybody line up and be like, okay, who wants to pay the highest box price? And that's who's getting it. If not, have a good day, you know, all the way to, you know, importing, you know, again, meeting the right people at the right time. It, it's amazing. I mean, because you go from a point of how transportation evolved, your family got to see that. And then it blows my mind. I mean, my family are immigrants as well. And obviously a lot of immigrants are in the produce and supply chain industry. And that's not a bad thing. I'm saying that everybody with a smile, um, but like my dad came from Canada and then our Nana, right. And his, uh, our Papa uh, came from Ireland. Right. So obviously then venture down us kids being born in the United States. Uh, but that's, that's like pennies on the dollar compared to the hundred plus years of going back. When you were starting the story, I was thinking like the gangs of New York, man. Like you remember the movie where like the ships were coming in, you know, all the different villages oh. kind of had their own style and what they did. I think, you know, your families, right? The, the Italians that came over, right? People from the Netherlands, people from Ireland, they all came over here in some way, shape or form. And then were able to sustain themselves uh, through it. And I think it's amazing. I, I really do because you, we take it for granted every day. I mean, I, I think it's truly amazing about how sometimes the produce and supply chain industry works going back hundreds of years. And people are like, ah, oh, no, it's just an apple. It's just a tree. And you're just like, it's so much more than that. No, it is. And look, it's, it's just a testament to the fact that this industry is really built on families, families and relations. I mean, that's the bedrock of what this industry is and where it came from. And hopefully will remain, you know, it's, 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 it's stood the test of time. I mean, you know, like you said, you have your, your family that's been in the business, the Vandenberg family, and there's a, you know, a whole slew of them out there still. And uh, there's something no. to be said about that. It establishes a culture that you really don't find, you know, you don't, how many family businesses are in the electronic industry, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> there's a different environment when you're in a family business and uh 
you know, it, it, or tech space. Right. I, I feel like there, there's like that, that's not even first generation yet because there's still like, there's some tech owners that develop something that's gone in two years, then they develop something else. So it's like that doesn't even get to the next phase anymore. I mean, heck, I was going to say a joke in there because you're like, yeah, it's family business. I'm like, oh, that's so that's why Bill Gates is buying all the farmland up. He's, he's trying to build a family finally because he's been in tech. Uh, little Bill Gates joke. Sorry, John. <laughs> um, but it, but you know, it's so true and relationships are, are key in the industry. I mean, even I was thinking C.H. Robinson, um, people think of C.H. Robinson, you know, being the broker. Yeah, they are. They don't own any assets. Their presidents say so when they're on CNN and, and all that. We, we're, at, we're non-asset based, you know, that's, we broker everything. But the company, you know, started in like 1904. Um, C.H. Robinson was actually a person, right? Uh, so um, they started brokering like uh, wholesale in Minnesota. So you look at all this and it's like, you see some of these companies and organizations and you don't realize the, the in-depth history of it. And, and it's amazing. Like I said, I keep going back to that, that it is amazing. And relationships are key uh, to the entire part of this industry, who we buy from, who we sell to. Again, we're not just auctioning off to the highest bidder anymore, right? We know that too, John, because we're making sure that, you know, we're keeping relationships. So, uh, John, this is a perfect time. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from some of those relationships and sponsors and then get right back to chatting. Sounds great. Discover Orchard Freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apple stays Orchard Fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit us at www.agtechtools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from dynamite companies producing dynamite content for the produce and supply chain industry. Today, I've got John Papp on the line from Jack Vandenberg, Inc. We have heard the 100-year-plus history and how they've got started and how they've sustained bringing product into the United States and distributing all throughout the U.S. for you. So we're going to bring John back on the line. We're going to talk about some of those products, where you can find them, and some of the innovation that they're bringing to the produce supply chain industry and consumer. So, John, welcome back. Good to be back. I'm telling you, I, I'm going to re-listen to this again because the history, I, I got back, like I said, the gangs in New York, I'm walking the streets, I'm sitting there, I hear a guy going, uh, you know, watermelons, mangoes, highest bitter. Oh, nope, nope, there's the Vandenbergs, you know what I mean? There's just like some fun things are happening, man, and, and you, you said a key in the first part is relationships. So, 
Um, let's tell all these relationships out there, all these people that are consuming food and having a relationship with their food. You know, what products are you know bringing into the United States? Where are these products from? And um, let's talk about those products that are going to be in the retail stores. Sure, sure. So, yeah, like you said, it's relationships from top to bottom, you know, all the way from the grower, we have relationships to the logistics people that move that through to the warehousing and the packaging, all the way down to the consumer, you know, it's all relationships and experiences. And um, look, we have uh, really quite a lineup of product that we bring in, you know, uh, citrus uh, is a big one for us. Mandarin, you know, the easy peelers, mandarins, clementines, however you want to call them these days, uh, is a big uh, item for us. Uh, we do basically year round. Uh, we don't do anything domestic, but during the winter time, we do bring them in from Spain, Morocco, and Israel. And then in the summer, right now, we're doing a lot uh, uh, out of Chile, Uruguay, Peru, and South Africa. And uh, easy peelers are just one piece of the citrus lineup you know we got tangelos grapefruit caracaras navels lemons really the whole lineup um, and then you move away from citrus and we got uh grapes all the grapes that are in the market today all the proprietary varieties like your cotton candies and your candy hearts and autumn crisp as well as the traditional varieties um we also got stone fruit so you got your plums your peaches your nectarines your pluots your plum cots and cherries and we also do pomegranates and persimmons and so it's uh it's quite an extensive lineup of product uh, i'm probably missing some things here but the objective in basically providing all these products uh to our immediate customer which is the retailers and wholesalers is to really give them that one-stop shop experience. And we don't half-heartedly just offer any product. Um, you know, we, we take the time and knowledge to know that product, uh, understand that product, really connect with that product. Um, you know, it's, it's easier said than done to get started with anything. And uh, a lot of these products that I just listed, we've been marketing and uh, building relationships with growers for gosh, I mean, 20, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, so it's, there's a lot of experience, knowledge, and passion in the products that we do market uh, to these uh, retailers today. That's amazing, man. I mean, I uh, tried to write as many down as I could. And I was like, I'm going to repeat them all back. I only got like citrus, pluots, <laughs> like grapes. I got like five down. I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm not going to remember all these, but this is what's crazy is I'm going to bring this up because we, we have to, right? Um, people, this is not your local farm. This is not a farm in Florida. This is not a farm in California. Um, these are imported products. And again, I mean, the, the customer, uh, as much as you want, and as we want year round citrus, right? Or year round bananas or year round pineapples, all these different things. We want them year round, right? Jack Vandenberg brings these products in and then they repack, specialize in, you know, sustainability. So remember, I always have to bring that up too, John, is because people are probably like, oh, well, are they in my local city? So they're in, you know, they're in Pennsylvania or here. Uh, where's their farm at? Can you go visit it? No, everyone. It, it, it's 
It's local company. It's an American company with imported products. Exactly. So you can be on there. So they're on the table for you. And that's where you get some of these different crazy varieties too that I started noticing um, because there's some products that grow better overseas uh, than they do here. Right, John? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, you know, our, our job uh, in that front is to really identify the best growing regions around the world. You know, like you say, certain products are just going to grow better in different areas. You know, some products grow better here in the States and, you know, naturally it's very difficult to compete against those products, but other areas of the world just grow in, you know, even down to the variety, you know, it's, it's not just an apple or just a grape, you know, specific varieties will just do so much better in certain regions based on the climactic uh, elements, the soil, the water, you know, all those, all those elements really shape the experience uh, that you get when you're consuming that product. You know, it's amazing that when you go into the seasonality, because remember, we always talk about like, we want that season to give us an experience too. You know, a lot of times with some of these imports, because it's like, have you ever had a Peruvian Tangelo, right? Uh, I actually juiced some this last year and they're pretty darn good, man. So sometimes you can even think about this year round supply people um, as being some of your varieties too, that you get to taste right in that season to say, Hey, I really like a Mexico grape. And I actually do. Some people think it's crazy. Um, I don't get me wrong. I like all the grapes, John. Um, but sometimes Mexican grapes, when they come in are as crisp as can be when they bring their flames in, you know, it because you buy it from the grocery store when, when it's, when it's uh, that season, I'm just saying, right? Yeah, totally. Definitely. Definitely. So talk about, uh, I mean, obviously we can't talk about every single product because there's probably one strategy for your commodities and things like that. Uh, but what what's new out there? I mean, I heard like pomegranates. I don't know anybody that, that even imports pomegranates. So you're like the first one because I, it, it's hard to, I mean, I, I think of like wonderful, like, you know what I mean? I know they have pomegranates, that palm wonderful. That's what I think about, but what's new? Like what could, what could Jack Vandenberg, what are they doing out there that's new and innovative and bringing more to the table? Yeah, I mean, pomegranates is a good example. I mean, that started a few years ago for us. Um, you know, I think the the pomegranates uh, got more interest in the public, and we saw that. You know, wonderful. I think obviously played a big part in that. But you know, consumers are becoming more adventurous. I think it's a generational thing. There's just more curiosity, and so naturally, we we had growers growing. Uh, grapes and other products already. And they said, Hey, we have pomegranates too. We said, all right, you know, let's, let's learn about this product. We know there's a demand for it. And we started bringing it in and, and you know, we are one of the largest importers of pomegranates um, in the States, but yeah, it's, it's a funky fruit, um, but uh, people love it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we, we are constantly expanding our, our, our net for new varieties, new products, new sources, you know, I think, especially as environmental elements change around the world, uh, with the different weather extremes, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of changes from air regions that we worked forever in, um, and, uh, they're experiencing challenges with yields or sizing or whatever it is, uh, that, makes up that product and we're being forced by nature uh to a degree to to look and explore new sources uh and inevitably we we find maybe new products and varieties that we haven't uh seen before so 
you know, we're constantly uh, doing that on the product front. And um, as far as, you know, kind of expanding other areas, you know, sustainability is a big uh, important piece for us as an organization, basically making sure that we can control what we can control. You know, I, like you said, we don't own any farms, uh, but we do have very strong relations with growers. They lean on us to figure out what direction to go, what consumers want. Um, and we collaborate heavily with them to kind of point them in that direction. And a lot of it has to do around sustainability. That's what the consumer wants. That's what we as an organization ourselves are passionate about. Um, so we're, we're doing a lot of work on that front from the farming level, uh, making sure that uh, these growers are doing things uh, more and more regeneratively. So uh, taking care of the soils and the waters and reduction of pesticides and things of that nature. And then all the way to packaging, you know, looking to do what we can on the packaging front. And that's one area as importers who don't control necessarily the product can really dictate more of uh, the decision-making. So we're looking more and more uh, away from plastic and towards um, compostable solutions, uh, you know, and not just any kind of compostable solutions, but home compostable solutions, which are really the, the key composting format that you want that's really meaningful so yeah we have a we have our hands full these days uh trying to uh, balance where our product is coming from as as environments change as landscapes change and then as uh nature kind of pushes us into new areas you know uh we got to back it up though uh, we're going to back it up to pomegranates Sure. Um, so, so I've got this Citricasa juicer. I know you've seen it uh, in my studio as well. And so this Citrus Casa, now not my size, so I don't have the right cup sizes, but if you go on my YouTube channel and it's the uh, like the world's largest self juicer, these things juice pomegranates. And okay. they, wow. it's, it's insane. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll juice it, slice it. And then all the seeds will be in a filter at the bottom. So no seeds will actually get into your pomegranate juice. And uh, I actually tried the pomegranate juice. I've never had fresh pomegranate juice. I'm talking about from a juicer. So that Citricasa juicer can juice those. Um, I saw Jay, the juice guy on TikTok. Uh, the one of his videos had like almost four or 500,000 views of just watching them juice pomegranates. Wow. Yeah. I've not tried that myself either. So that, that'd be new. Yeah. It's going to be, well, if you're going to be at uh, IFPA in October, uh, Jay's going to be at a booth with some of these juicers. So we should put a, put a note in now for them to bring pomegranates and then you can try it. I'm telling you, it's a, it is amazing, man. It it really is. So um, something on your bucket list, you got the produce bucket list. You got to try. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. Um, next question I have is, you know, the family, you know, streams back, you know, like I said, a hundred years, uh, for, you know, fourth generation, um, a time before, uh, I would say cars, right. And, and just big trucks picking up at the back of these warehouses, like horse and buggy. Um, how many family members are involved today? So today we have Fred Vandenberg, who's the president of the company. Uh, he's third generation. And then we have two other members of the family, Brian Shiro and Greg Vandenberg, who are the fourth generation. 
who are both vice presidents of the company. Wow. So still, still there, still leading the legacy. And then how many other um, family is involved throughout the company, you would say? So that, that would be all the Vandenbergs, at least that are in the company today. They, have, okay. they all have children. So there, there could be uh, some ones coming up in the near future here. But there are, you know, because it's a family company, you know, it's really in the DNA of our environment and how we operate. And so, for example, myself, my father is also in the company. You know, he has no genetic or <laughs> DNA ties to Vandenberg. The story behind that was my father lived next door to Fred Vandenberg when they were kids in Holland. So the Vandenbergs had a, a house in Holland and a house in uh, New York because they had offices in Rotterdam and in New York. And so they met that way when they were kids. And my father joined, it's, you know, it's that fresh produce industry bug, you know, kind of once you're roped in, it's hard to escape. Hard to get out, baby. So, uh, very easy to get in, very hard to get out. And that's how Don't I- Don't let anybody in, John. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that easy, but once if you're able to get in, it's very hard to get out. But yes, we do have some other- members of the team that have you know members of their families that have kind of come in and out of the company so amazing yeah it's it's a it's a fun environment to be in yeah and you remember i asked about the family because i know that you know your family is involved in and again you're merging family with friends and business i mean hey got that fast and the furious crew man it's all about family so it's all about depends on what you make of your family i mean obviously the vandenbergs the paps came together and that's what's cool. So there's a lot more to it. Um, it's not just a bunch of people working and it's it's a one big family working uh, together. And, and that's what's cool about it. Like I said, we talked about it earlier. We talked about the history. We talked about where you guys come from. Um, and, and that's what I think is so interesting and, and why, you know, we're here to build this industry together, John. So, you know, let's let our listeners know if they want to get a hold of Jack Vandenberg and learn more about uh, yourself or the organization. How can they go about doing that? Yeah, no, they can uh, visit us on LinkedIn, our page, Jack Vandenberg on LinkedIn, uh, our Instagram page, which would be Sunrise Fruits, which is our, our in-house brand, or our website, uh, jackvandenberg.com for uh, a little more history on the company. Amazing. Well, John, I thank you so much for joining us here in the studio. And as I say, we'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.